This week, we're sharing our best productivity hacks. We're focused on staying efficient and productive as our workload gets busier. We're offering everything up from accountability tactics, task management, and using forced obligations. And you're not going to want to miss Rebecca's new invention, the Zoomaform. Let's go! Studio Plum. And I'm Sean of Rensted Interiors. We're interior designers, turned internet friends, turned real life friends. Welcome to the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. We're not that hot or that young. Every week, we'll be spilling the tea on how a new generation of interior designers can run their businesses. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the club. club. Hi, Sean. What's up, Rebecca? anxiety and stress <laughs> oh, good. oh no it's well you know it's a sign of the times we're making our way through the word the overused word of 2020 unprecedented times oh god i know you know what i'm really tired of what, what? i'm tired of blaming everything on the years like they're like the, the anthropomorphizing of the years. It's just like, okay, it's just a tired joke at this point, isn't it? Well, and maybe because of, of late, we hear it so much more that you're like, all right, like we get it. Enough okay, with the dad like, joke. Like, <laughs> yeah, and enough with like trying to determine what 2021 is. Like it's, I don't know. Let 2021 decide yeah, who like and what naming, it wants to be. Exactly. It's like naming your baby when the, you're six weeks pregnant. Like, we don't know yet. Leave poor little Agatha alone. Right. Stop, anyway. stop trying to give it a personality too soon. Let it, let it find its own way. Exactly. Like, we don't, <laughs> we don't need to put this on it. And manifest shit yeah i'm with it it's it's tough like i was trying to express to um a couple friends who are in other geographic locations like in the south and in the east like they just their perspective they're like oh my god i read this article what's going on around you and i'm like where have you been for a year when we've been talking and I've been telling you what's going on, but meanwhile, depending on where they've lived, their experience with life for this last year has been very different than greater LA, Southern California, around the pandemic, around things being shut down. So when I was talking about showrooms being closed and stuff not being open even by appointment right now, people are like, what? Cause they're just going about their lives yeah. and we're all experiencing everything in very different ways. Um, yeah, I mean, even but, you, I feel like you you guys are way more shut down than we are and we're in yeah. the same state. I mean, we just right. opened. Uh, like yeah, I don't, I don't see it level. happening anytime soon for a lot of places. So it's gonna be interesting. Um, we should kind of move into the fizzle and sizzle of it all. Yeah. To talk about some of those interesting things. So speaking of stressful things, <laughs> stress Yay. is causing, st- <laughs> yeah, 
my fizzle. Stress is causing me to have breakouts and they're not mask knee breakouts. They're not in there. They're just like definitely stress, stress breakouts from a 36 year old man. (laughs) And, and I think that's just, I got through most of, most of last year relatively unscathed because I felt like maybe there were times I had more control, but today's episode I think is sort of a sign of that because it's about how do we take back control of situations and how do we sort of try to influence what's happening in, in our lives and our work. But yeah, fizzle stress breakouts. Um, I'm not a beauty influencer, but I have like a whole regime. Like you do, do you have like the steamer? And I kind of want no, but like I used to. I do the old trick my mom taught me when I have them too is um, to put some toothpaste on them Mm. to like help with that. Cauterize, yeah. But I do the whole like (laughs) wash and exfoliate a couple times a week, and then I have a toner and I have the whole like vitamin C thing and my vitamins. But honestly, what that's saying is despite all of that stuff, it's the world is still stressful and it's coming anyway. So I'm trying to work through that. I don't love this journey for me, but on the better side of something that could have been stressful, but turned out really well is my sizzle of the week. I, I had talked with you about it for a client where the client, essentially it's their vacation home. We're working on a a bigger project for that. After some like, you know, you go to the consult and you're like, oh, this is going to be great. And then you go back on your own to collect measurements or like not being distracted. And I'm looking at stuff and I'm like, oh man, this is going to be so much more than we originally thought. Like I start opening up electrical panels and I start looking in things and I'm like, those look tiles look like they're going to have asbestos. And this looks like that's going to be a problem. Is that a cast iron pipe? And so then you're like, this house is going to need a lot more. It's not just a refresh of a bathroom or whatever. Um, So I like hyped up this call that I was going to have with the client about, hey, the budget is definitely not going to be enough. But also they were like having these dreams of spending the summer at the house. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, no, that's not, not happening this year for sure. Like, and I built it up and I, I was like, oh man, like bearer of bad news, which is, you know, very of the moment. Mm-hmm. And it turned out much better of like, no, you're kind of confirming what I was thinking. And I was just kind of hopeful, but I know I want to do it right. Like we talked about that from our first meetings that if it goes, there's going to be more investment or there's going to be more time spent. I want to do it right one time with the right team of people instead of like half-assing it essentially and then having to do things again. And so the upside was right. the budget or been like not and the timeline pressure is removed. Oh, well, that's major. So yeah, like now when it's like, what more could you just... ask for? <laughs> <laughs> like that's blank check. That's kind of like the, I'm okay with doing that, but it needs to be valuable. Like what we're doing has to, has to fix things and we don't want to worry about it. And 
if we could really just aim at being able to spend the holidays with our, you know, they have family who live locally. So it's like, if we could just focus on end of year holiday time to be able to be able to enjoy the spaces. And I'm like, that's much more realistic. Yeah. I can't promise anything, but we're in a much more realistic place if that's happening and it makes it easier. So here's Damn. here's to you. Um, that was my sizzle of, I hyped it up, but hopping on a call actually resolves so much that doing it over email would just not have helped. It's true. So we can um, do it. We totally can do it. I, yeah, I feel like we're kind of in the same world right now. My fizzle. I feel like a lot of them are. A lot of designers right now are feeling it. Yeah, my fizzle, it's just a lot happening. Um, had a lot of frustration with timelines and things being out of stock and communicating that to clients. And it just like feels Groundhog really yucky. Day. Yeah. And it's just like weighing on me. And I just feel like overly sensitive to it and like I'm always like people are always mad at me and then I decided also to wean myself off of one of my anxiety meds perfect timing yeah (laughs) she's like you're not on a very high dose um so it shouldn't be a big deal like just you know famous last words she gave me like a little pattern or whatever to do. So, okay. And then like four days into it, I started realizing, all right, yesterday I just had like these really bad headache and everything just felt like, I don't know. Everyone was just mad at me all the time. Like it's really terrible. I think that's how my anxiety manifests. Anyway, then I put it all together and realized like, oh, duh, you're changing your meds, but it's okay. I'm, I'm glad I'm doing it, um, but it's just, just fizzy. Yeah. And meanwhile, like the weight of the world, like what you're saying with your skincare regime, it's just like, we've been saying this for a year, but it's like a lot. Like the, the world is so heavy and we've been dealing with this for so long it's yeah. just it's I think just like low-key affecting us in every single thing I mean yeah it's pervasive in all directions of our lives yeah and I don't I mean I know we're not all you guys like Rebecca and I have plenty of silly lol conversations on Instagram and on Marco Polo and like we're trust we're still getting some light light-hearted moments where we like laugh at something Cecily said and we're having that but most of the time I feel like I'm like that but then I just I just think the baseline of um or I guess the undercurrent of the world is just out of you know buzzing behind everything that yeah 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 like the if the base level of the background noise of the world used to be at a three all the time it's Mm -hmm. now constantly writing at like a seven yeah we're just kind of talking louder (laughs) 
sometimes yeah, yeah. it's like, you're in a loud yeah. restaurant but there's a crying baby so the baby is now crying louder and louder yeah we've been at this meal or on this airplane <laughs> it's like more like on the plane for <laughs> and you were like months. oh they just detoured us to another airport so that's gonna add 45 minutes of more baby crying <laughs> right and so I'm not like freaking out and pacing the aisle because I have to keep this shit on track and not like lose my mind but still like that baby's still crying <laughs> this and is I feel bad for best. the mom like I feel bad for that mom so I am like <laughs> definitely have my heart going out to her but still but like shut I have to keep kid. yeah oh, I'm gonna lose picking it. the back of my seat please and where are my peanuts like <laughs> god it's true that's so, the best analogy we've ever come up with yeah because it's like are we ever going to arrive at this destination <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and we don't know we keep circling yeah yeah that's circling circling the drain now um, we don't even want to go like we're <laughs> now we're not excited for vacation <laughs> but we also don't want to go home oh my gosh um, so Let's balance yes. that out a little <laughs> that feels rough but the sizzle, I, this is a good conversation we're going to have today because I feel like I'm just taking care of business um, mm-hmm. and I, I'm just, I'm just doing it. Like, I'm just not second guessing things. Uh-huh. Like you were saying, I'm having hard conversations that really aren't that bad once you have them and not avoiding yeah. it. Um, I always feel better after them. Yeah, everyone does. And part of that is I started working with a um, virtual design assistant team and I've been outsourcing stuff. Like I just started outsourcing some drawings and I I haven't gotten anything back. Like nothing's actually done, but I feel like I've just conquered the world. I just feel like I... I feel a sense of relief for you hearing it. So I can't imagine your own sense of relief with it. Like, well, cause I'm also uh, not that good at it. It's, it's, it's stuff you don't want to do anyway. So you drive, I don't want to do it. it. I'm not good at it. And, and you get frustrated um, and tired with it. Like, and I have it on my to-do list and I'm not getting it done. It's just so many things. So yay. Yay for JFDI. Yeah. Yay for you. Man, there's a lot of stuff we need to do. That's part of it is just getting stuff off your belt, off your plate. And today's episode is kind of built around this because I feel like we, you and I were saying like, we've kind of talked about some of these, but never in a cohesive strategy of like, why do they all work when you start putting the picture together? Um. So for our listeners, like some of the ideas in today's episode might sound a little bit familiar, but we're looking at them all from the lens of productivity, productivity hacks, efficiency improvement, maybe even a little bit of like motivation improvement to highlight what you just said about having the assistant do stuff makes you happier to do other things. And um, I think I always like to weave in a little bit of um like what when you're getting in your own way based on your own personality type mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
my personality type gets in the way of everything. So <laughs> I have to hack myself a lot of the time. Look and over that's... here. No, look over there. <laughs> oh, you want to do this. You don't want to um, do this. You want to do this. You're like, God. okay, but really we have but to get some stuff done every day. Sometimes you just got to play tricks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's so we're, I think we just like kind of run it down, run down. All right. So the thing that we've been doing as a little design pod group, you, me and Claire. So we taught, like we say this all the time, but if you're new here, Sean and I have a friend named Claire, who's also an independent designer. And we are on our little Marco Polo mm-hmm. on the daily. Constantly. <laughs> so my kind of theme for this first couple weeks of the year has been eat the frog. And if you don't what does it know mean? what that means, please hold. <laughs> hold, on, hold. We know what it means. You do? Or in, in general, right? Like the idea. There was an analogy or a euphemism or something that went with it, right? It's a Mark Twain quote. So it started yeah. as a Mark Twain quote. Yeah. Oh, if, just a fountain it. of inspiration. It really was. If it is your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the bigger one first. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> but it's definitely but like... Yeah. So, and every day, like, I feel like there's, we all have our frogs. We all create kind of these burdens on ourselves mentally Mm -hmm. that if you just do it, especially early, it's not weighing on you and then it doesn't get as big. So yeah, we've been doing that with each other just as our own little accountability of like stating what frogs we have for the day and handling them. It's talking about it out loud. Yeah, then you've, you're you like, okay, well, I just said I'm going to do it. That's and that sounds be, really me dumb do... that I'm worried about it. Like some of it's like, what am I even worried about? That sounds I need to send this update on these orders. And yeah, some of them are back ordered or delayed, but like, I've got to do it. So let's just, can we get that out of the way so I can open up my creativity for the other stuff I need to do? And it's not eating at me at 4.45 PM. Like do it. Right. I like it. It's been helpful. And it can, I don't know, just like find ways to get it out in the universe. I've been really trying to reinforce this idea that when we say things out loud or we put them out there, they start to lose their power over us because we're not the only one anymore. Carrying the burden of it, yeah. It's sort of like coming out over and over. (laughs) If I say it, people can't keep controlling me with it or saying something about it or doing something. So if you're just like, hey, guess what? All my clients, delays are happening. It's not a matter of if anymore. It's they are and they will be long and we're going to be patient and get through it. So be chill. And then there's no one being like, oh, again? Oh, another delay? Like, there's no, they don't have control anymore to say, why are you so behind? It's like, I'm not behind. This is what's happening. And when it only takes six months to get a dining chair, everyone's excited. Yeah, let's be happy about that. It's, but so that's eat the frog, get it out of the way. Um, uh, I have 
okay so i spent a lot of the holiday break going through things like old files and deleting six thousand emails <laughs> oh i can't and i can't i had a uh. running like 400 unread oh. um, things in my inbox every day oh it's like when you say that it's like nails on a chalkboard to me i, ooh, I yeah can't. so part of my issue was i ne- i didn't didn't have like a um, process of how to process my inbox yeah that i was like happy with so i did this whole thing um there's this guy who runs a company like a blog called the sweet setup Okay. And so he has a um, calm inbox workshop, like online thing that I ended up doing. And nothing was like, he didn't invent anything, but it did really help like the mentality of it. So okay, one thing like every, so every email has a job basically. Um, and one of the things I set up was a task list manager that I could so every time I get an email that is a to-do, I can send it to, I use, I just decided to start using things again. Have you ever heard is that, that an my, It's an app in my email program. I can send it to things. So it becomes a to-do automatically. And then I can archive my email. So he says, just okay. archive all your emails and then just search them later. Okay. But if you. That's from the which, sweet setup. That's what he says. I am still putting project emails into projects because I need to find when I need to find all the invoices. Yeah. For a client. Like I can't search. I don't know who sent it to me, you know? Yeah. The searchability function. And yeah. Like to be able to find out like, where is this? What's going on with it? Totally. Or even just like make sure I captured all of them. And Yeah. So I have a few caveats on what he does, but anyway, like I really like this. I can also send straight to Asana. Yeah. So <laughs> everything kind of gets a home and my inbox, it's not zero, but it's tame. Better? Way better. I can't, I can't use just one thing to make everything run smoothly. No. Like there's, there's no way to make any one app program process thing like there's no magical one app or program i'm gonna buy that's going to handle everything we do because we do we do so many different things it won't just work with one like no so i do like this um because i was getting stuck like i wanted i want to start using asana more which we'll talk about next but it's not for everything. Like I have to renew my insurance like that. I'm not gonna put that in a sauna. It's not a project. I I mean, you could could set up an admin project. You're right. And I have that in my, in my Asana setup is just sort of like, it's like a, like a drop area of just like, Hey, put a date on this. Like we need to get it done, but it doesn't belong as part of a client project. It doesn't belong as part of a large business project. Like, I mean, ultimately I could probably set Asana up and eliminate that and maybe I will. Cause now I'm thinking like, actually- You could. invited me to be on a podcast. Like I should, I could put that in a marketing and PR project. Yeah, yeah. 
So maybe I will do that. But right now I didn't want to not capture just, my stuff before I set yeah. it all up. So that was really easy things. It's just like a nice running list. It's really clean. Yeah. I and mean, it's better than nothing. Engine. So if you're wanting to get productive, like productivity started and get something going, you, you got to begin somewhere. Yes. I don't do well with paper lists. I discard the paper. I need, um, like, that's where Asana is helpful because I can tie dates to it and restrictions and timelines and all of that. And that's why I've liked being able to use Asana, which we've talked about in several other episodes that it just gives me accountability. And I respond as much as I like doing whatever I want on certain days, it's not an effective way to get everything done. (laughs) So no, that's the old banker in me that comes out where it's like, this needs process and accountability. Does he wear like a little bow tie and, and he has like a little? I did used to like banker. Banker Sean used to do some. I used to dress freaking fly to go to work. Like I was the, I was I really liked it. I also do not want to wear that for my design job every day. Like I know there are designers out there, male designers who are like, oh yeah, in the like... suit and tie, and they're doing the flashiness and. But that's just not, it's, that's only a part of me is like dressing up, looking fly for that. But designer Sean wants to be relaxed, cool, and wants to have more intention and doesn't want to be distracted by trying to be like flashy dress from the work that I do. That's just not me. And I feel like that's part of the life, like we're selling lifestyle. Part of what I want to do is encourage people to feel cool and relaxed and like focus on their energy in their homes, focus on like layers of things. And that's just not a suit and tie. Like I don't wear a suit and tie to hang out in my house. Right. No, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. I mean, I could see if that, if you, you were really into expressing yourself sartorially every day and I, get why people are like that but especially right now that just sounds like so right putting on any of that to sit at my computer all day and no one's around to see it and be like oh my god your new wingtip shoes are so cute and and like have a dry cleaning bill for no reason yeah like where'd you get that pocket squirt it's like no please we're not doing that right now just enjoy my hats and flannel shirts (laughs) shroud (laughs) a veil i could (laughs) <laughs> like a more than a dicky, but like a full almost like a um salon cape you know it does a touch but it's like yeah but it's like a full bow tie cute little collar like wait so what i'm hearing is like the equivalent <laughs> of do you remember when um sweaters would come and it would only have a collar sewn into it at the yeah. top part so, and, and like a little cuff but the inside of the sweater didn't have a button up in it <laughs> Yeah, That's but what it's I'm just hearing like a... you describe. <laughs> it's just like a capelet. So there's so nothing like constricted. Pull it on like a hoodie, but it's or a it could have little hoodie and I Velcro snaps. You can have Velcro. It's a pull. Back, it's like, a pull away for a reveal. <laughs> like, and underneath I have sweatpants. <laughs> Honestly, somebody can make a million bucks doing that. Uh, like Zoom meeting time. Yeah. Better put on my Velcro. You know, okay, hold on. Oh, it's, it's called the Zoom form. It's called the Zoom form. Patent pending. 
Um, what you're describing, what you are describing, Rebecca, is dog clothing. <laughs> yeah. Where it has Velcro things and it has like, that's, you're describing a dog costume yeah. for a dog humans <laughs> to but look not, fancy. But not a hot dog. Yeah. Uh, like instead of pirate dog costume, it's business Zoom Up costume. Top. Yeah. And it's called the what again? Zoomiform. Got it. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's keep. Can you moving. tell I used to be in um, advertising? You're in mar- marketing? Yeah, creative advertising marketing. So everyone, get your Zoomiforms. It's just uh, 100 it's like easy a payments. <gasps> oh my! Or it could be like a full snuggie, so you could get like the full body cos. But somehow it's a little more fitted is... in the top, and it's like. Uh-huh. And it can be yours for just 100 yes, easy payments of one dollar. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Okay. And we digress. Hey, Sean, have you signed up for the Hot Young Designers Club newsletter? Oh, no. Really? Is this you not wanting to clutter your inbox with a lot of excess junk? No, no. Let me do it. Where do I need to go? You need to go to hotyoungdesignersclub.com. Scroll down until you get to the subscribe button. Just pop in your email address and your name. All right. I'm doing it right now. Is this going to be a bunch of spam? It's not. It's actually not going to be anything until we actually get around to sending something. But we have big plans and we want to be able to send surveys to get feedback from our audience. And maybe once in a while, a special surprise or a recap. All right. I'm on it. Thank you. Back to the show. Back to business. We're trying to Back to productivity. Can you tell me what the what the Pomodoro method is? Because it sounds like a pasta lunch that I would love to have. It's delicious. Um, the Pomodoro method, the Pomodoro technique is... Pomodoro. It was designed by somebody who they had like one of those little tomato spinny kitchen timers. Okay, like an egg timer kind of thing. Yeah, but they're, you know, like... But this tomatoes. one's a tomato. Tomato. Okay. So here I'm on the, there's an actual yes. like official. official. So you choose a task that you want to get done. Mm-hmm. It could be big, small, something you've been putting off. It could be an eat the frog. These okay. dovetail very nicely together. Hey. And you set your timer for 25 minutes. I actually keep a timer. It's not a tomato, but it does kind of help to see it. But this yeah. is what we used to do too in our little accountability Zooms. It's a similar idea yeah so you just tell yourself i'm going to spend 25 minutes on this task turn off your phone turn off your social turn off your email and that's it so you work on it until the pomodoro goes off and then um you're done so then you can take a break so you can kind of set like sometimes when i was doing it i would set like a treat at the end like grab a cup of coffee, make a call, get on Instagram, doom scroll, whatever you want to do. What's doom scroll? Doom scroll? That's what, like, when you're just going down the doom rabbit hole on oh. social media. Okay, I didn't, uh, I'm, that's I haven't heard that. new to me. 
But the idea is like you can do like back to back. You do like Pomodoro, 25 minutes, take a break, do another, take a break. Yeah. So like this says every four Pomodoros, you can take a longer break. Um, if, like if you a have a Fitbit, this would be good because it'll tell you like every, you know, so many minutes to get up and move or do something. So that could kind of keep you like, oh, when it tells me it's time to do something, that means my Pomodoro time frame is over. Like I'm off yeah. the hook. I'm done spending time on that task. You could set your whole day up around this system. Um, I'm sure there's like apps and um, <laughs> shit you can buy, but. Yeah, like they want you to take, I'm looking up some details. Like it's try to do like four of them and then take a longer break. Like really give yourself a good breather. Cause then by that point, like that would be about break. two hours yeah. of work. So you're ready to get a real breather in there. Um, and at least it keeps you focused faster. For designers, that also helps keep a lot of us are hourly. That's going to help us keep our timekeeping a yeah. little bit more streamlined because you're like, well, that was 25 minutes I spent doing that. Done. Like, And sometimes I'm like dicking around on my computer with emails and little things and this and that and hoping like the creative mindset is going to grab hold of me. Yes. Get me to focus on something, but that rarely happens. I have to make myself. So this is like a way to like cut the shit and just make yourself handle something. Yeah. Basically we're all needing ways to do that. Um, more. Cause yeah, if your will is low, but you still have to get stuff done, we got to do it. Especially when you're a creative mind, like sometimes like I wait to be like, I think I have to be inspired. Um, inspired by, yeah, genius. But it's not mostly going to happen when you're doing it day in and day out. No. Yeah, we need space in our days. Part of that is um, one of the things that I've been doing to give myself space is I have like my minimum minimum hourly billing goal for each day. And it's not my whole day. So it's this is the stuff I need to like get out and get done. And then when that stuff is done, I usually try to get all of that done early in the day. The other portions of my day can be spent on trying to like find, find inspiration, have moments of creativity where things are less planned and more just organic organic and natural and spontaneous like it doesn't it doesn't just hit you when you're constantly filled with a checklist so that's been really helpful for me to like front load it get this stuff done get my minimum hourly goal done and if that's the day where I'm just like okay now the rest of the day is focused on creative like let's let it happen or you can work it. on your business or marketing or whatever right like sometimes I feel like that when with so many client demands like I don't feel like I'm allowed to work on some of that stuff. But if you but know you've, you've like done it already. If you've done four, four Pomodoros and you feel good about this, each of those sessions, then yeah, you like earn something Long. else that you like to do or whatever. Yeah, I like it. Um, similar to that, which I've talked about before is like my little work retreats, my retreat yourself. It's almost like a forced two-day Pomodoro where um it's like definitely a similar situation where i have taken two to three days off to leave my family to their own devices 
I have goals going into it and I don't, I don't feel like it's okay for me to just be on Instagram all day. I mean, yeah. Read a book that I like, like it's. You're not on vacation. You're there to get work done and you're forcing yourself to really condense your goals, your strategies, whatever. It doesn't have to just be annual, like once annually, it could be like, I've got a lot to get done and it's not happening the way I'm doing it. So I'm going to pull myself aside. I am, I haven't set many, any goals around this, but I want to do it at least quarterly. Honestly, I could do it monthly. (laughs) Well, (laughs) especially because you've got more distractions in your household. Yeah. And I'm easily distracted. So I get a lot done when I'm doing them and I like move the needle in certain ways. Like, whether it's writing processes or working on my website or something. Right. Um, Yeah. We have to force ourselves to get things done because I respond really well to having pre-planned obligations that I have. I mean, I have, like I've already scheduled your design presentation unless something really important derails that process we it's already scheduled we've planned it it's been done way in advance it that meeting is happening that presentation is happening that call is already on my books like those really help hold me to to like a an obligation but that i need to do it anyway it's not optional like a you know i'm not pushing pushing off a dentist appointment i'm pushing off a design presentation that I'm still going to have to do in order to keep the project moving. Yes. I love this. I've been really hesitant to do them. Um, but I, I have been as of this last couple weeks, I have like three coming up in the next two weeks. Um, but yeah, it's just like keeps everything moving. Obviously like deadlines are really motivating But also like right now, I can't just start casually working on um, furniture, a furniture design project Mm -hmm. because it's not going to maybe be there in two weeks. So it's like, (laughs) no kidding. We got to like turn this shit over and lock it down. So yeah, you want to have a tight lead on when you're creating that work and when you're getting quotes and pulling all the numbers together yeah and the client kind of needs to know that too or they definitely do like once we present and you like it like get your check need to go yeah have your checkbook at the meeting let's do it like done um don't waffle because in the five days that you're waffling back and forth we now don't have half the things that you wanted. And now I have to reselect and you have to pay me to do that. And we're all bummed. Yeah. So kind of minimum obligations, kind of put them out there. Um, Lately, you've also been doing, um, you're like hopping on stories or on on Marco Polo much earlier in the day. Me? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, you. (laughs) You're like doing the... Before your household is even moving, you're up and at them. Okay, so I've had this issue since I had a baby six years ago. 
that my kid sleeps in kind of for a kid. So she's always woken up at seven, which is a great time to wake up. And that's kind of my natural wake up time. If I like, if she comes in my room at night or our room and she's snuggling with us, like I don't get up and then I'm getting up and I'm out, I'm like constantly rushing out the door. So last year, I think I started doing the miracle morning or the year before, which is a book that you can read in about five minutes, but he has like a, he has a cool, like, it is very helpful. He's very like, has a ritual about it to help you get up early if you're not a morning person and what you do with that time. Anyway, so I have been doing it for the past, it's been like three weeks where I've been getting up at six. Part of what I've been doing is I bought a hatch alarm. Okay. And it's one of those daylight kind of alarm things. And I never really thought, eh, I don't get it. Like, am I really going to It's not my up? thing. Well, I'm just going to sleep through it. But no, like you, it's very gradual. It's very like zen and like a calm wake up. And I, I feel like, like it usually catches me like in a low sleep cycle, you know? Um, like when you would have already been sort of ready to come up out of things yeah like it's so um it's chill so like it your body your brain responds to it when it's kind of ready like okay you know on the sleep cycle wavelengths anyway and then it'll casually start making more noise and you can program it all on your app like it's really cool so man as soon as they have that stuff in a microchip i am ready to have that in my head it's like in your eyeballs no, like where it just knows like, oh, you're coming up out of a sleep cycle. This will be the best time to wake you up. Like have those. Have you seen? In your brain? I, not in your brain, no. but in your phone, which is kind of the same thing. Oh, no, I don't want that. Like I want it to be like tied into all of my anatomic responses and like, no, like, oh, this is the optimal time to do it. Like. Okay, but they do have that. It's not in your body, but if you sleep with your phone under your pillow and it knows your, it starts to learn your REM cycle by how you move and it does vibrate when you're And you can do with like the Apple watch on too and it can look at that stuff and... And then it, uh, I've done it. And so it does wake you when you're at a um, shallow sleep cycle and it's definitely gentle. Yeah. Versus that jarring, like you were in like a super deep dream. Yep. Oh my God. And then you feel groggy because it pulled you out of it. And like... pissed. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so I'm team wake hatch. up. We'll link I'm that. We'll link a early. lot of this stuff in the show notes so people can. Oh, and just alongside that, I've been like pre-making my coffee at night and I wake up, I light it, I drink some water because that wakes you up too. Mm-hmm. And then I light a candle and I meditate for like three to 10 minutes, whichever I feel like. And then I come and just kind of look at my day and just kind of like take tackle my list and just know what I'm getting into before the child. Before the child rises. Well, yeah, because and people might be like, don't you have a husband? Yes, but he <laughs> leaves the house at 5 a.m. So yeah, like he's he not dealing really with all that. No, he's not here for the morning times. Yeah. So I think that's a cool way to just like get yourself into the energy of feeling more productive and ready. Um, We used to do, we would, when we were doing our accountability groups, which sometimes we go in like phases where we're like 
really big on some of that and then we need it less. Um, I think now I feel like our groups have also faded away from that. We used to do them in the mornings is when we try to like get it done and knock it out. Um, but not everybody responds to morning as their like productive the time of, of the day. Yeah. Yeah. But not everyone is like in the mornings, but I think just starting your morning correctly is really valuable, even if you're not a morning person. Like whatever your morning time is, if fine. If if you are the 10 to 7 person instead, okay, cool. Like yours just happens to be Wake much earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah, do whatever, do whatever makes sense. That was funny when Veronica Solomon talked about how on her episode that she's like not doing meetings. Like she won't ever do them before like 9.30 or something. She said. No, it was like 11, I think. It It might've been later than that. Yeah. I was like, I kind of like that. But I I liked when we did have our accountability group to be able to do them earliest in the day so that it's done. We've met that obligation. We've set it aside. We've talked it out with someone who kind of gets what we're doing. And then we were just on Zoom, like logged in doing it. Like set your intention work come back and talk about how it went and it's like an hour you know or an hour and 30 or whatever yeah so like formalize what we did we so fine like you can do this with a few people that you now they don't even have to be designers it could be anybody that's everyone's working at home. home like yeah so you like we had to really put some rules together because otherwise we would just chit chat for hours (laughs) <laughs> which is not a productive session that's so not accountable no so we would book one hour and we would do like 10 minutes of like hi how are yous yeah and then we and would what we're say, doing and then everyone would yes yeah, state what their intention was and then we'd go on mute for whatever period was left and come back and say how we did and there's just something about working with someone else's eyeballs on you Yeah, because you're not like pulling out your phone and scrolling through it and leaving the room and go getting stuff. Like you're just like, okay, they're here. I'm here. We're all just not going to waste their time being a dumbass doing. It's like a short co-working session. It's similar to the Pomodoro thing again. Like you're just like really like putting these boundaries up with a short a period of time, and you can just bust it out. Yeah, so get some people who might also need that. And I'm sure for a lot of non-designers too, like you can totally find, you know who your friends are who are working at home and just like find a day that works, find a time that works. You don't have to do them every day, but like find that session that they can put on their calendar. Yeah, and we would do it for, it's not like you're just co-working and like, I don't know, processing random emails or whatever. We would make it so it's like kind of an eat the frog, like. I'm going to write a blog post. I'm going to knock out this proposal I've been avoiding. Like, Or like a lot of times for me, it was elevation drawing. Like, okay, sit down, like get in my groove, like 40 minutes yeah. of elevation drawing. I can get a lot done. 15 minutes of elevation drawing. Mm, I'm like finding my groove still by the time I'm yeah. done with that time. So that was a good one. Um, I don't know. There's so, there's a couple more we can like run through. You're, one of yours is like your reading. You're very dedicated to your reading. Claire's pr- really on top of her reading also. I've been doing that a lot. Um, 
I think it's partly over the holidays. There was just nothing on TV. Like, I think I already watched Oh my God, that's everything. a lie. I watched so much TV. <laughs> you do? I think I watched Bridgerton was on. Okay. I, I have to try again. I could just could not with it. I kept like It is out. silly. It is stupid. It is ridiculous. It well, is... I thought it was boring, but maybe I was, I need to try again. Okay. Try it again. Anyway. So there's stuff on TV. Okay. But. <laughs> but. Well, and over the end of the year, I was like trying to hit my like self-made book reading goal. Um, so I don't know. Also, it's winter. So winter, like I like to like it cozy in my bed early. And then I've just been reading. So and I'm trying to just make that a better habit where I'm just in bed early, partly too. That's why I'm waking up early. Um because if I'm in bed by nine and I read, I'm almost guaranteed to be asleep by 10. And that helps with your motivation for the next yeah. day that you're rested. So it's not just about reading isn't reading to be productive. It can be fun reading and enjoyable and like fulfilling time. So you're rested and energetic to handle other productive tasks. Most of my reading is fiction escapism. Um, oh, we need more of that in our lives right now. <laughs> but I, I haven't officially stated this, but I think that I am going to do one business book a month. Oh, I that's good. Take kind of a, I don't know. I, I'm not good about reading that kind of stuff, but I'm really it can be hard to focused on it right now. I like so, that idea. Yeah. Pull good. Okay. That's a good productive like that's a method to like help with state of mind and it matches up with take, like, we've got to take care of ourselves first if we're going to be able to do it. One of the things I I've really been trying to do lately is I put my phone and my laptop on do not disturb. Mm -hmm. So notifications stop, everything stops. It shuts off all the pop-ups and everything that happens. And so I use my Mac for my laptop and on my phone. And so I love that about, I normally love that about Apple that it, connects everything so I can see things back and forth. And, but it is really frustrating to have stuff constantly popping up. So I've turned off all the notifications by putting it on do not disturb, turn my phone screen over. So it's face down, you know, at my desk. And then I just work and get through it. And honestly, it's been alarming to recognize how much, how many small spans of time I can get through without my phone forcing me to be distracted. Right. Like it really, you don't, I, I think in our heads we play down like, oh, I don't look at it that much, but we know that's not true. We can look at the like news reports written about it that talk about how like on average people pick up their phone like dozens well, of times. Well, your phone will tell you now. Yeah. Call and so that's, that's not, that's not the business. Like that's not how I'm going to get through my day is by constantly, uh, oh, Instagram, oh, you know, an email came in like, no, let me block this off. Let me separate how I'm working, like morning emails, after late afternoon emails before the end of the day, sh like get through showroom visits first part of the day. Like that just helps me block out my day. Like, okay, no presentations after this time, no this after that time. And I think for me, it's motivating to break it up to know like, okay, sourcing stuff is done all together. So I don't have to change gears in between. And it's just like, yeah, 
it's yeah there's a lot of different being distracted ways of doing it that. makes it easier um i've also been trying having afternoon meetings instead because then i'm more productive in the morning and don't have to come back and sit at my desk um oh like your day is done after the meeting <laughs> Well, especially if they don't get back from a meeting to like two and then you're like, Ugh. that's it. Like, especially like with me, when my kid comes home at three, it's like, oh, the day's my done. Day, my day can end at three sometimes and it sucks. So I think that's I, good to, f- I wouldn't have thought about depends that. about like where your day is. Yes. So if yeah. I like schedule a meeting at two and I come home at four and my husband has this our daughter or my mom or whatever then I have that full half of the day that nobody's bugging me yeah it's going to be different for everybody because like for me I really hate I I really don't want to do anything out of my office on Mondays at all but definitely no meetings phone calls zoom sessions consultations nothing on the first half of a day on a Monday like I will, it ruins my whole week. I need (laughs) office time at the beginning on Mondays and I don't do any afternoon meetings on Fridays. Yeah, I I want the ability to let myself out early on Fridays, like a short school day. Right. And that motivates me. And I was just reading one of the books that I'm reading right now. She, there's like all these quotes from different creative businesses and she was like, why does anyone schedule a presentation on a Friday afternoon? Like nothing's going to happen. Like no one's like moving the project forward. There's no motivation to make decisions on a Friday afternoon. Like, well, we'll think about it. No. And like, you might as well have it on Monday because no one's doing anything. I, I mean, I won't do it on a Monday. I refuse to do that because then for me, I have to do present. I like to do, presentation prep or like my final kind of self walkthrough of something the day before the presentation. And so it's still really fresh the next morning. If it's a Monday presentation, that means I have to do that prep over the weekend to be prepared. And you know, that's not happening. Like I'm not going to do that. Don't sign me up for a Sunday afternoon presentation walkthrough. Yeah. Well, I'm like probably building it on a Sunday afternoon. So um. <laughs> you wouldn't schedule it for a Monday afternoon, no. but, but I like no, doing but like I would push it So I have the weekend if I needed it. I like doing like Wednesdays or Tuesdays because then I can say, great. We have yeah. to be done with this by the end of the week. Like you have, it's not, it's just set aside the time and clients know they have to do it and we need to get it done. So it's helpful. I mean, yeah, I'm really trying not to have any meetings Mondays or Fridays, period. That would, that's the goal. That's the life right there. Like, get your work done, get things scheduled, get them pretty blocked out on my acuity so no one else can book it. Um, Because boundaries keep our lives together too sometimes. And that's part of productivity is setting up boundaries to give you what you need. And none of us are perfect. So listeners, trust. We have our days where we also feel like I worked all day, but nothing is done. Or I have spent all day chasing something and nothing is done. Like those are really frustrating days. They happen. We're not perfect. 
No, but I'm also like, I felt like just last year was just a lot of um, Groundhog Days and I, I'm just tired of it. So like, I'm just pushing myself to make some progress and hit my goals. Preach. I want to be a successful business. You are a successful business. I want to feel like I am. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Different feel it. It's a different energy that comes with it. Yeah. Um, Like you want, and also at some point, what felt like success isn't the definite, like the target keeps moving for a lot of us as creatives and as our businesses grow and change and the definition of it is going to be a bigger leap every time we do it. So, yeah, and that's why, like, I'm just growing, being things. stronger with my goal setting too. So I know what that means. I'm not just, yeah. What does success mean? It's not the same for everybody, right? So everybody out there, you do you, boo. Do it. Just do it. Just be productive. This was a good one. I hope that all of you wrote some notes on some stuff you're gonna try. We'd love to hear feedback from you on what you do that works or what doesn't work if you've tried it why doesn't something like that work for you because we're all going to learn from everyone's experiences totally I'm always up for more productivity hacks let's do it so until next time stay hot designers Thanks for joining this meeting of the Hot Young Designers Club podcast. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Check out the show notes there for links to things we talked about today. We are keeping the conversation going on Instagram, so don't forget to like, comment, and follow at Hot Young Designers Club. You can find Rebecca on Instagram at Studio Plum. And you can find Sean at Renstead Interiors. That's W-R-E-N-S-T-E-D. We gotta do something. We gotta, we gotta yeah, be productive. We be gotta be Let's starting be productive. Reproductive. <laughs> Reproduction. <laughs> and you're not going to want to miss Rebecca's new invention, the Zoomaform. <laughs> Sorry. Let's do it over. <laughs> <laughs>